Hello, everybody. This is take 500 of For Ref's Sake. <laughs> it is Wayne Chalmers. I am joined tonight by Luke Scott. Hello. We are going to smash this one now. We are going to talk today about last night's disappointment. We're all, we're all sad, aren't we, Luke? Oh, like ridiculously, yeah. But we're going to talk about the refereeing performance. It is a refereeing podcast. Uh, we are going to do six of the best. We've got Chris Rowland answering the questions uh, on this episode. We've also got a special guest for It's All About You, Ref. You know, we, we are sad about the, uh, the disappointment of last night. Yeah, it was... I don't know. I, I, to be fair, France, difficult team to beat. Um, so I don't think anybody went in with expectations of uh, waltzing through, but it just felt like it was our time, didn't it? It did. It's coming home. It's not coming home. We're going to discuss the referee's performance, aren't we? And we will see how things have gone for the other teams. Let's see what happens. Right, we're going to start this podcast on a positive note, Luke, all right? Okay. So, Croatia versus Brazil. What a performance from that team of English officials. Yes, absolutely. Um, the game seemed to go extremely well for them. Uh, they did exactly what would would have been expected of them. And unlike a couple of their counterparts. Uh, the, the game seems to have passed without anybody really making any reference to them in a negative light. So, yeah, absolutely. Really, really pleased for Michael, Stewart and the team on that one. And also because, um, I mean, I, I know we know each other, but at the last minute it changed as well because uh, so, oh, poor old Simon Bennett you know, had to pull out with an injury and Gary yeah. Bezik, Hartlepool, northeastern boy, he stepped up to the plate, mate, didn't he? Is is that is that near your neck of the woods, is uh, it? You know, in North East. You know, the yeah. mighty borough is smashing it now. Michael Carrick, even though he's a Geordie, you know, we, we're doing okay. We'll, we'll, we'll park that to one side, yeah. But yeah, what <laughs> what a performance from that team. Uh, yeah, and obviously uh, really, really sad for Simon not to have been involved in that um, for his little injury that he had. Not sure what it was, but... Uh, we're told it was just a nothing serious, but just a little injury that meant he wasn't quite fit enough to do that game. But great for Gary to step in and, um, yeah, for, like, like we've said, for the team to deliver that game so safely and uh, to the expectations that we would want a quarterfinal to be delivered to. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Really good as well on Thursday night because we had um, our RA meeting down at BBO Boys and thanks to them for, for hosting us. So we had um, Josh Smith down here. What a great, what a great uh, presentation he put together. Another good turnout. But we were also joined by a special guest, weren't we? Via Teams. Yeah, and I, I mean, I was a little bit concerned by your your timings of the evening because obviously you've you've got this great special guest in. You got Stuart Burr to dial in from from Qatar. Um, on the eve of his his court, uh, um, World Cup quarter final, and uh, you've you've 
you've done that at like nine o'clock our time or gone. I think it was past nine o'clock by that point, which, so it's, it's getting late in Qatar. Bearing in mind, the poor bloke's got a world cup quarterfinal the next day. Um, Fair play to Stu for dialing in and, uh, and having a quick chat with everyone. Yeah, but I think it was motivating because he had a great performance. So, you know, seeing me at the BBO boys, what more could motivate you in that? I Look, mate, I, I don't think you could take any credit for Stuart's performance in that game. <laughs> but anyway, um, he's been going on about this song, yeah? I mean... Yes, we, yeah, had, we, uh, we need to deliver. We do I've need to deliver. I've had many many text messages about this. I mean, I'm not name-dropping here. But um, you know we we've we've come up with one, haven't we? We have, we have. I'm just hoping the technology works, because you know technology is a a sensitive thing. So Stuart Burt, you're a bit you're a bit of a granddad and you don't quite understand it. But yeah, Stuart Burt, this is for you, and we're even going to try and fade it in, fade it out again. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it. It's a good tune, Luke, isn't it? It is. Well, I'm going to take your word for it because actually, when I, I couldn't hear any of that, um, so I'm just hoping it's. I'm hoping it's recorded at your end. But I know what the song is, and it is a really good tune. It is a good tune. So, don't wait for that flag too much, Stuart. So I'm saying to you, you know, less is more. Oh dear. But going back, going back. So, um, you know, we we discussed. People are not happy, were they? People weren't happy with the performance of the referee last night. Um, let's make it really, really clear. And, uh, you know, I think we both agree on this. The referee didn't cost us a World Cup semi-final. No, not at all. And, and I, I, I want to make that really clear. And um, I think, you know, the world, the world in which I work within and the job that I've done for the last seven or eight years, uh, I'm a big believer in that uh, the amount of the amount of referee reports or club referee reports that I've read where they the first sentence is, I don't want this to sound like sour grapes. 
I, I'm, I'm a big believer that clubs shouldn't have to write that statement. Clubs should be allowed to have an opinion on a referee's performance in the same way that uh, us as fans, as we were last night, we should be able to have an opinion on the referee's performance without it necessarily relating to the outcome of the match. Not, you know, we're not always saying that what what we're disputing or, or what we're saying has, has had an impact on the outcome of the match. Ultimately, the biggest thing that had the outcome of, of uh, impacted on the outcome of the match last night was Harry Kane's penalty. Um, and, you know, that's that's a discussion for another day. But we should still be able to discuss and uh, highlight our opinions on the referee's performance without being sort of chastised around the the result and, and saying, well, the referee's already given you two penalties, you, you want another one, et cetera, et cetera. And all the sort of stuff I've seen on social media, we should be able to have those opinions. Oh, 100%. But it was just so disappointing, wasn't it? I think the problem was, and I go back to what, you know, Michael Oliver and, and his team, there was just that consistency and calmness and control I never felt like last night that referee was ever in control of the game. It was players like we didn't know what to expect, and that's that's disappointing for a World Cup quarter final. That's disappointing, I think. Yeah, uh, you know, we we talk talking in our terms from a sort of our assessment scheme or observer scheme point of view. You look at decision making and accuracy. Um, I think that's that's the biggest area where he let himself down there was there was occasions like you say where uh one one side wanted a foul and it wasn't given and then it was probably given the other way and and vice versa like nobody nobody really knew where they stood and and look as 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 referees ourselves but also as spectators we don't want we don't want to see referees being mass produced as robots and just you know refereeing the game exactly the same as the next person we understand that there's going to be an element of personality involved, but for me, last night that that guy just didn't quite set his stall out. Nobody really knew where where we stood. At one point, we thought he was letting a lot go, which is fine if that's the way he wants to referee the game. But then, in the next breath, he's giving things that he's he's just let go. So nobody really knew where they stood. Right, and I'm going to say this right, and I'm biased, obviously. I see some. I mean, I was on a referee course today. And they were talking, some of the young, because there's a lot of youngsters, and they were talking about how much referees get paid, yeah. And um, and he was a Peterborough fan. And uh, ironically taught by Neil Hare. This is this is how bad this was. And he, and he said, what, they get paid that much and they're really that bad? I'll tell you one thing, the English referees in this competition have been head and shoulders above anybody else. And you might say I'm biased, but... No, I, I tell you what, mate. I I, I agree wholeheartedly, and and I've, I've thought from the start of the tournament that actually, you know, on a in a Premier League season, the amount of times that we moan about the standard of refereeing in the Premier League, uh, I say we as a collective, as a country, rather than obviously me and you, um, but you know, our media and and the fans in this country moan about the standard of refereeing in the Premier League. We've got two referees at this World Cup, but actually, I think a lot of our select group referees that are currently operating on the Premier League are, are better than the guys that 
that are out at this World Cup. Agree. Agree. You know, the, the bloke the bloke that did last night. I, I think I think our our Premier League referees could have done a better job. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Totally agree with you. Um, in terms of like just consistency, and you know, I was I was in the uh, in the pub last night, and people were going, oh. What's he giving that for? What's he doing that for? I was like, I'm not really sure. I was like, the, the foul on, on Harry Kane, and, and we can all talk about individual decisions to get that. But it's like, I don't really understand. How can you not see that's a foul? Whether it's inside or outside, and and, and he's got an assistant there as well, how can they not see that? It's a clear foul. Clear foul. Yeah. that I mean, that that's that was my biggest frustration. And, and you know, that, that decision in itself, like you say, it could be inside, it could be outside. We've not had the, the footage to prove it either way. And obviously, I'm assuming it, that VAR had some sort of conclusive evidence that have said it's outside. That's why they couldn't get involved. That's fine. But then you look at that decision, which is a clear foul, which he's decided isn't a foul. Um, and then and then you, you rewind a bit and you look at the, the foul on, or the alleged foul on Saka just before um, France's first goal. Where again, he said no foul. Well, again, it's probably less of a foul than than the cane, the first cane incident, penalty incident that that wasn't given. But there's still an element of a foul there, and I think a majority of referees probably would have given that that foul on Saka, which would have then obviously meant that that France wouldn't score their first goal. Again, not not disputing the fact England should have defended better and all that stuff that that referee referee defenders like to say. Uh, you know, it was a foul up the other end and all of that stuff. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm not disputing any of that. But what I think is his decision-making and accuracy and, and those two incidences tied in with the third third incident of the, the penalty where he needed the assistance on VAR when it was, I mean, that you couldn't get more of a foul if you tried. Those three instances where he's deemed it not to be a foul in the first instance, there's some real, real concerns around his decision making and accuracy in my opinion good 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 I'm hoping that you know uh, now England are out I'm hoping an English team you know they go deep in this tournament because they deserve to I mean there's also been some other good refereeing performances that's not you know it's not Pete Van Bush in my view but um, there's also also been some kind of as, you know, inconsistent ones. Let's call it that, anyway. But um, yeah. So, no, mate, I think you're right. And just final note on that. I think what we can't do is um, you almost you can't second guess FIFA, um, and that's probably been proven by some of the appointments to the to the to the quarterfinals. Obviously, like we say, Michael and the team smashed it. There was a couple of examples where perhaps they didn't smash it. So you do have to you do have to question. A little bit the way in which FIFA appoint those officials. So, like you say, we are a little bit biased. It'd be great to see those uh, or our English officials representing the final. But um, you, you can't necessarily um, guarantee FIFA will make a decision based on purely refereeing ability. Unfortunately. And one thing though, and if not, those English officials, and I include Bertie in this, they walk away from that tournament. Everyone's saying, well done you, pat on the back. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Absolutely proud of them. Absolutely proud of them. Yes. And, and and we've got one in Northampton. 
Northamptonshire as well. So you know, even better for us. And we've got it. We've got it as a county as well. We've got to celebrate that. I mean, we've seen the Chronicle, Chronicle and Echo um, um, coverage. We've got to push it out now. We've got to push it out and say, look, we've got this guy. He's just done Croatia against Brazil. From your uh, perspective, I mean, I know you're not Ollie, Ollie's boss, but speak to Ollie's boss and make sure we're celebrating <laughs> that. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, abs- you're absolutely right. From a county perspective, it's 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 vital that we get that that success story out because actually, you know, it, it, as a county, yeah, Bertie's Bertie's the extreme in that he's he's been at a World Cup, but also you look at you, you look at our success in in refereeing over over recent years we've still got Andy Warmer Dean Whitestone refereeing in the championship which is great um but you know moving moving back a few years we've we've had a, we've had a great number of officials working at football league um whether as whether it's as referees or assistants so we've got a lot to shout about and perhaps um we haven't shouted about it enough and and the wider Northamptonshire football community weren't aware of of the success we've had in that field so I just want to, um, from Thursday night, we had Josh Smith, as I said, um, you know, it, it was a great night. Um, and uh, luckily for us, Bertie agreed to, um, I say Zoom in, but Microsoft Teams in, I suppose. Uh, and we had a message to me, it was from Suzanne Lilly, uh, a young a young son was at the, um, was at the, uh, at the meeting, and, he said, and she said, thank you for putting the evening on. Thomas came out buzzing about it, and I couldn't keep him quiet in the car home which is very unusual for him. LOL. For the young <laughs> listeners. Thank you also to Ollie for waiting with him until I got there. But no, I mean, the fact that someone's come in and the young, Josh was very clear that night and he spoke to me. He went, do you mind if I um, ask for young referees all the questions? I went, no, no, that's exactly what the uh, NFA, NFA um, amalgamation development is all about, and and they were they were superb. They were superb. The, the answers they gave, the interaction, you know, Ralph Seconson was there, and, and and a few others. It it was good to see, and it was a Mate, great. It was, it, yeah, it it was a great evening. Um, Josh, Josh delivered something which was a little bit different to what what we sometimes get from from those sort of guest speaker slots, um, with a hard hitting message around resilience around bounce back ability and and in fairness to josh some some real honest statements about how his career has gone because look refereeing is a strange place and it's a strange community we've we've mentioned the fact it's a great community but it's also a, a strange community and that some people will probably look at josh as a i think he's same age as me maybe a little bit younger 30 is he yeah, yeah, 30 years old about right. yeah it's about right yeah, uh, and and look at him and go, oh, he's he's on select group two as a thirty-year-old. Oh, well, you know he's got really lucky. He's, yeah, he's, looking looking at that presentation on on Thursday night, he's not been that lucky. Uh, <laughs> you could argue he's been quite unlucky in some of the things that have happened to him. Oh. Um, so so fair play to him for getting to where he's got to at the age that he's he's got to it and. Um, nothing but respect for the lad and, and like you say the way he interacted with some of the younger referees and inspired them evidently from that message that you've just read out is absolutely fantastic absolutely and you know he was he was there answering questions what have you um it, it was a, a really good evening a really good evening and you know just to think about three or four years ago we were, 
I was running the, running the line to him. I don't think that's going to happen again anytime soon, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I, no, neither do I, mate. No. Right, mate. Yeah, Jesus. Right, anyway, let's move on. Uh, we're going to move on to our, our guest this week. We've got um, Chris Rowland and our special guest uh, is going to talk about It's All About You, Ref. So, welcome back. It is quiz time. Luke, you keep saying you're 100%, by the way. Yeah. Oh, you are 100%, so, I mean, I, I yeah, get that. Can't, but you can't, you can't take that away from me. I can't. So, this week, we have got Chris Rowland. I think he was on episode one. I was. Good evening. On the pilot, on the pilot episode. Yes, and I, uh, you know, throw under the bus mentioned last week as well. So, yeah. You know. Third time lucky, yeah. Who'd have thought, you know, episode one chasing some horse at Warwick Castle or something? <laughs> some headless man, wasn't headless it? Headless horse. man, that was it. Yeah. Headless horseman, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got I've got six questions for you, Chris, yeah? Um yeah. remember you can play your Joker and you can also ask the host, the hundred percent horse we like to call him. Um there's a mixture mixture of stuff. Are you ready? Yeah. I am, yeah. Oh what what a guy. So Question one is history. Well, that's going to be a good start. Ooh. Well, you, you went around Warwick Castle, so you should know if it's about that. <laughs> it's yeah. not. It's not. Um, so you can play your joker, and once I've asked a question, you can ask the horse if you need to. So question one is, uh, do you want to play your joker, by the way? No, I don't. You don't? Okay. So um, I want to introduce you to an, an easy question, because I'm, I'm, I'm a kind guy. So, question one is, how many wives did Henry VIII have? Six. Are, are you locking in? I am, yeah. Six. Right, let me write it down. Hang on. Question two. Who, before his untimely death, was the founder of Apple? Blank. Don't, I don't know. Uh, I might ask the host. Uh, ask the host on this one. <laughs> is that? Is that? Are you? Are you putting in? Ask the host. Uh, well, it might be better than any answer I can give. So yeah. Luke. Or it might not. <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily for you, Chris, uh, I do know the answer to this. Oh. Um, and I believe it's a gentleman called Steve Jobs. <laughs> Are you taking his answer, Chris? Uh, I thought he was Microsoft, but um, that's I'm Bill Gates. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! You can't do that, Luke. <laughs> I can because I'm justifying my answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lock that in. Locking it in, Steve Jobs. Okay. Question number three is a football question. Um, joke or not? No, not yet. So, um. When Wembley Stadium was being rebuilt, the FA Cup final was held at a different ground. Do you remember which ground it was held at? Uh, Millennium Stadium in Cardiff. Can you, you say that in, a, in? Are you locking it in? Can you say it in a Cardiff accent? No. Thank you. For a bonus point. 
<laughs> well, we can't do that. No bonus points. So you've still got your jo- you've still got your joke around, mate, and you've got yeah. two questions to play to play the old joke around. So the next one is all about um, refereeing. I'll play the joker on this. Right, I'm going to give you a little bit of help on this. So it's okay. an even number, but how many referees have refereed in the Premier League up until today? In the 2022-23 season, is it 16, 18, or 20? Uh, I'm going to go with 20. You're locking in, mate. I'm going to lock in, yeah, in although I'm not confident on it. Right, next question. So you've played your joke around, you've asked the host, so you're all by yourself now, mate. So the next question is all about maths. Okay. Okay. What is the square root of 144? What is the square root of 144? Uh, 12. I mean, no pressure, mate, but... um. The 10-year-old kids at my school could answer that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time since I did uh, time tables. Okay. And the final question, Christoph, is um, it is science. Science and nature. You like nature as well because you take a lot of pictures of <laughs> yeah. birds. And yeah, I, I never know what I'm... I never know what I'm taking a picture of. That's <laughs> birds and butterflies and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, here's the question, and you've got to be specific on the answer because this is, you know, this is a tough question. Why don't polar bears eat penguins? Why don't polar bears eat penguins? Because you find penguins on the opposite pole. I thought it was because they couldn't get the wrappers off. <laughs> hey, I was, just, yeah. I was just about to say, I'm, I'm really glad that he's, he's used his ass the host. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um, let's go through the answers, shall we, Luke? Question one. Yes, please. How many wives did Emily Ape have? I think he, like, decapitated a lot of them. Although he, did, um, he didn't outlast the last one. She survived him. You said six. Can you name them? Uh, no. Good. <laughs> we ain't got time for that. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Can you name, name them, Luke? Uh, I could name a few, but we ain't got time for that, so let's move on. Catherine Howard, Catherine Parr, Catherine of Aragon, Anne Boleyn, Jane Seymour. Who's the other one? Pass. <laughs> oh, Clevesy. Yeah, old Cleves, who he thought yeah. was um, better looking than she was, but she was ugly, apparently. Number two, you, I mean, you've, you've come in here with the old Aster horse. You said Steve Jobs, um, and you even justified your answer with, um, what was his name, Bill Gates? Yeah. Th- I can't th- believe Chris doubted me. Mm. Pronounced the pissed. And that's easy to say. 
Two out of two. And I'm still 100%. The next one was about um, football. So where was the uh, FA Cup final held when Wembley Stadium was uh, out of service? Millennium Stadium, Cardiff, Boyo. Boyo. Doing well. How many Premier League referees have been used in the 2022-23 season? You said 20. The options were 16, 18, and 20. It was 20. Chris, can you name them? No, not all of them. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't got time for that. Move on. You're five out of five. (laughs) Five out of five so far. Good. So uh, the next question was a mass question. I can see Luke, Luke lip syncing on this one. The square root. What? It, what is? What is the square root, Chris? What is the square root? Well, I I did the what is the um, the square of the number to get the square root. So the number was one hundred and forty-four. So. This is you, mate. By the way. Oh, right, sorry. Uh, well, yeah, it was 12. Well, I was asking Chris, but he's, I think he made oh, a block. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking to Luke. Nah, I was talking to somebody much more intelligent than him. <laughs> 12 times 12 is 144. The square root of 144 is 12. 12 squared is 144. Very good. And finally, for 100%, and I think that means 7 out of 7. Wow. Um... Why don't polar bears eat penguins? No, I got the wrong button. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were correct, Christoph. Polar bears um, are North Pole, Luke, and penguins are South Pole. It's a long journey from from North Pole to South Pole to eat a penguin. Yeah, but I guess if they're really hungry. You could probably stop halfway and get something nice in a penguin. Yeah, true. Chris, yeah. you, oh, you. you're top of the leaderboard. Mate, I'm happy with that. I'm for a surprise phone call and, you know, late well, on a Sunday. I'm quite happy with that. What have you been doing tonight, Chris? Uh, I've just been chilling today, to be honest. Weekend uh, off because of the weather. Of so refereeing, so. I've been chilling as well, Luke. It's been pretty cold outside today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, mate. We will catch up again soon. Well done. You're top of the leaderboard. Joe Wilmer will be crying into his Peroni tonight. Well, it would actually be Sam Lee because Sam Lee beat Joe Wilmer last week. Yeah, but Joe Wilmer's now bottom of, the, bottom of the table, mate. Yeah, well, technically he was last week as well. Oh, yeah. That's true. Right. Take care, mate. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Take Cheers, care. Cheers, Chris. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs> Welcome back to the next part of For Ref's Sake. So we're now going to do our... It's all about you, ref. So we're going to call an unsuspecting referee, ask them 20 questions all about refereeing, what they've been up to, how they've got to the level they are. So let's try it. Bear with. Hello. Hello, Aaron. Welcome to For Ref's Sake. It's Wayne Chalmers on the phone. Hello. How are you? 
Um, very well, thank you. Good, good, good. So Aaron was on one of our previous episodes, but he's never done this before, and uh, we want to welcome him along. So Aaron, you are a level four referee. You live in Corby. Yep. We don't hold that against you. And you are thank smashing you. through, smashing through football referee and... Uh, Myself and Luke are now going to ask you 20 quick questions about your refereeing career, things that you like and stuff like that. Is that all right? Okay, lovely. Yeah, we haven't got much choice, really, mate, because we've called you now. You can put a phone down on us, we're going to be really upset. <laughs> well, no. Right, question number one, Lloydie. So, number one, how long have you been refereeing? Oh, I have been refereeing for four years. Starting four, in 2018. Four years? That's like nothing. <laughs> Yep, four years. I'm sure I can count. It's n- nothing for an old man like Wayne. Uh, Lloydie, <laughs> second question. What is your favourite book? Oh, book. That's no, an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read very much. Mr. Men? I'm gonna throw one, I'm gonna, now I'm going to throw one out there. And Pepper Pig? Sticker book. A sticker book. Sticker book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick with the World Cup theme. They do the old sticker books every. Do you want any swaps? Do you want some swaps? <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> I've got Harry Kane available. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want it anymore. No, thank you. It's me. Question number three: Your best refereeing moment in that short career of yours. Best refereeing moment, probably. Oh, there's a few. Um. Oh, I don't know. In terms of games, I'd probably have to say the County Cup final at the back end of last season. What? Not the pre-season friendly did with me at Cook now? Well, well, it was a bit shaky every year. Was that a close second? Well, we'll move swiftly on, Lloydie, um, because that might link to that pre-season friendly and it's your worst refereeing <laughs> moment. <laughs> well, there's a nice time me and Snakey went out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gave a penalty from about 50 yards. 50 to 60. Sounds, sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, I didn't come in here to, you know, to get, let you come in here and abuse me, right? I've said enough of that today. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Sorry Lloydie, back to the question. Worst referee moment, and if it involves Snakey, just crack on. Ooh, worst referee moment. It's quite a tough one, if I'm honest. Um... Probably, I mean, you've only got four years to think through, so it can't be that <laughs> oh, no. um, Memory doesn't help quite often. I'm very, very forgetful. Yeah. Uh, probably there was a game where Snakey assessed me, actually, going for my four two years ago. Observed. At Wellenborough. Observed. Well, observed, yeah. <laughs> um, I think you'll remember it quite well. It was absolutely lashing it down with rain. What pissed wet through. Well, I've got a decent mark out of it, to be fair, but the game was the game was horrendous. <laughs> that cannot be your worst referee <laughs> moment if I give you a good Absolutely mark. Absolutely shocking. Right. Well, no, honestly, mate, I, I can't think. But That's good, though. Head, that, we that we like horrible. that. We like that, don't we? Yeah, we do like yeah, that. Yeah, no, fair play. We, you know, we don't want people to have bad experiences. No, question number five. What is your favourite food? And if it's... Pizza. Pizza. Got to be good. a pizza. Like that. Um, next question, Lloydie. Your favourite drink? Iron Brew. Well, I am brew. with a Scottish cream, isn't it? <laughs> Couldn't have got, could got further from the truth. Uh, Going to throw it in there with a Dr Pepper. Ooh, Can't Dr. beat a Dr Pepper. Interesting. It's me next, isn't it? 
What's yeah. which song is your last song before you go out? So, um, we we were at the old air meeting on Thursday night, and this question came up, didn't it? As well, what was your oh, what's, your, what's the last song me, that you listened to? What are you going for? Don't get me involved. Um, anything? Well, I don't really have a specific song at the minute, but I, I'd say anything to do along the lines of Eminem. That always gets me going. Oh, I've not sung yet. I will, I'll save What's that one. That? I haven't sung yet. Andy Wilson, you know, observer extraordinaire, doesn't like me singing on the podcast. I'd like, I'd like to see you do a rendition of Eminem, though, Wayne. If, if you're oh, offering. Yeah, go on. Give me, give I don't know the words well. though. I'm not no, much of a well, rapper. Yeah, well, I tell you what, we'll, we'll save that one for another <laughs> week. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to listening to that one. Mm. Aaron, uh, question eight is. Who or what are your biggest influences? Biggest influences? I am Brew. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a few. I think I'm going to say the most predictable one for myself is my parents, 100%. And Absolutely. If it, wasn't, if, it, if it wasn't for them, I'd have never even got into refereeing, let alone stuck for it especially through the whole COVID times and all sorts. Yeah, they were always banging on about me doing something. So, yeah, I'd have to say, have to say them. Good answer. Yeah, that. love that. Love like that, that, love that. That's very important as well. Uh, question number nine. Yep. Which team do you support, mate? Oh, Manchester United. So, which team do you support? I mean, which team do you, <laughs> not, which team do you like? Which, te- wow, which teams you used to sit in your armchair and watch? Yeah, okay. Right, man. Go. I would say a glory supporter, but uh, you know, even that's not true. Yeah, no. Um, question 10 is, who do you think the best ginger referee is in Northamptonshire? Right, I'm going to pass on that one. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, 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 you've not read the rules, mate. There's no passes. You have to commit. Not bloody right, mastermind. Well. Not that you'd be on it anyway, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of throw a technicality in. I've never seen Ollie Mackie ref. All right, it's so um, Ollie Mackie, number 11. Yeah, but uh, no, technically, he's Leicestershire, all right? So, let's... <laughs> all right, we'll say Ollie Mackie. <laughs> number 11, what's the funniest moment you've seen in refereeing? Right, I'm going to throw Luke under the bus now. <laughs> I like this, carry on. I think on. he knows what's coming. I think all I have to say is sent home. would you like to embellish that story a little bit right so I think it's about the 60th minute in the game something the ball the the shot goes to the wrong goal and there's a defender on the line handballs it quite evidently and no one knows whether it's gone in or not the linesman on the other side is miraculously flagging for something nobody knows what it is and I don't think Scott even knows at the time so he stops the whole game, awards a goal, somehow gets away with saying it's over the line, walks over to the assistant, and I'm pretty sure he said it's handball penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke's gone, fuck off. Oh, no, I can't say that! <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. He's gone, absolutely not. Uh, that's better. <laughs> given, the, <laughs> given the goal... And then it's not only until we, we're in the bar after Scotty says, look, no idea what happened. Thank you very much. The cameraman actually stops us as we're getting in the car at the end of the game and says, look, it was over the line. So, 
bit of improvisation gets you everywhere. Right, let's move on. <laughs> and I refer back to question 10, which was who's the best ginger referee in Northamptonshire? Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, question 12. Best takeaway, favourite takeaway? Ooh. I'm going to have to say a Chinese. Well, hang on a minute. I've got, I've got a picky I know, tip, right? I know. You're going to shoot me now because I said my favourite food is pizza. Right, so your favourite food is pizza, <laughs> which is also a takeaway, yeah? But now your yeah, favourite t- takeaway gonna... is Chinese, right? What, yeah, a Chinese yeah. pizza? <laughs> anyway. Well, if they're going to make a Chinese pizza, I'll just be straight in there with that one. This is the worst question in the world for somebody from Corby. But um, what's your favourite junction on the M1? <laughs> I haven't got a clue. Next question, Luke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he probably genuinely no doesn't idea. have a clue. Um, do you have a nickname within football or outside of football? Uh, j- no, it's just just Lloydy. If it's not Aaron, it's Lloydy. Lloydy, yeah, take that. Yeah. Another boring answer. But anyway, what's <laughs> what's your favourite type of music? Favourite type of music can't beat a bit of Eminem style rap. Eminem style rap. Yeah, anything like that. Not the old school stuff. Keep that away. Old yeah. school. Old school. Like, what's old school? Like when you're in primary school, you're like, you're 18 years old. What's old school? <laughs> yeah, no, you probably shouldn't have been listening to everyone when you're in primary school. Right? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Aaron, what is your favourite council pitch in Northamptonshire? We could leave. Played it a fair few. Um, Wood End in Corby. Where we used to call it, it's um, oh, it's it's proper out of the sticks. It's just a little council pitch near a little primary school, near a park called Spinney. Yeah, so this is we used like... to call, we used it used to be known as the fortress back in the day. <laughs> fortress. That's <laughs> <laughs> when we had our best season. My old man called it the fortress. Oh, I mean James Lloyd, he's a legend, isn't he? <laughs> We need to get he him had, on this podcast. He He's one of the best. Go. We're going to get him on. We're definitely going to get him on. Um, yeah. Right, yeah. I look forward to that. Right. Oh, I, I couldn't read my own writing there. I, I was <laughs> going to say, it's hard, but... Are I've you a, are you a dog to... man or a cat man? Oh, 100% dog. That's, that's three in a row for dogs. Cats are getting a bad press yeah. on here. <laughs> 100% a dog. I've had both in the last sort of few years, but no, 100% a dog. Fair enough. Sorry. Um, Aaron, what's the best ground that you have had the pleasure of officiating at? Uh, best ground, six fields. Not Corby Town? No. no. <laughs> six Ooh. fields, 100%. Uh-huh. Fair enough. Right. Think about this one. Oh, Question you. 19. I mean, I would I normally say alongside yourself, but... You might want to put yourself on a subs bench for this question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love you really, Lloydie. Um, if you're having a quiz team for Northamptonshire football referees, who are you having? You can have yourself and three more members. Three more members. Andy Johnson. Nosey. And probably Rathbone. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are- this is right, hundred percent, hundred percent, Scotty, on the old um, ask the host. But you're missing. I'm like the most intelligent man in Northamptonshire football, 
And you're not oh, putting well, me in your quiz you team? Haven't, you haven't proved it to me over the years. So, Absolutely. Uh, we'll Travesty. If I, if I could press this... Well, I can press this button now and cut you off. I would cut you off. But that that would be counterproductive because we have one question left to ask. <laughs> one question. And that is, Aaron, uh, there. who is the best referee that you have had the pleasure of working with? Best referee? Probably say Dean Whitestone. I, I would... I, I like to say our mate Dean because friend of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll take that, yeah. Well, mate, well, you've disappointed me. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you, you've, dis- you've disappointed Wayne, and you've absolutely killed me, mate. So it's been a successful evening. <laughs> yeah. Well, lovely. Mate, you get back to sleep, because I know you've got, you've got, school, you've got school tomorrow. No, I have not got school tomorrow. That finished last year. Oh, mate, we, we love you. You're, you're a great guy. You Genuinely, I mean right. that as well. What a top, what a top lad you are. Thanks for joining us yeah. again, mate. Cheers, we appreciate fellas. it. All the best. Nice one, Lloydie. See you soon, mate. Cheers, boys. So, episode eight is almost done. We're nearly there. We've had, well, that's, I mean, some of the answers that I haven't gave is, you know, four years, four years of refereeing, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's crazy where he's got to in those four years, in fairness. Took me about three hundred years to get to that point. Well, I didn't think you were that old. He's a confident lad, though. To be fair, he's a confident lad. And um, what about Chris Rowland? Who just thought he was so clever? Um, Not many people. <laughs> I look. I mean, he needed, he needed my help on one question. So, look, what can I say? Well, not a lot because you didn't know many many of your answers. So, um, so a new leader. Yeah, I am also slightly concerned that he will always be the leader because he's got full full house. So, do we need to evolve the game a little bit? No, I don't think so. I think I reckon if any we'd have like a final. Anybody who gets ah, right, all the questions right, they're in the final. Good. Um, but yeah, I just like we chat at the start as well about the World Cup refereeing because I do. I do think, you know, oh, it's hard, isn't it? It's like people go, oh, yeah, do this, do that. Until, like, on the refereeing course today, it's like somebody said, oh, I didn't realise refereeing was so difficult. And that's sort of basic, you know, imagine there's millions of people, billions of people even watching you. The pressure yeah. you must be under. Mate, it's, I mean, it's so rich of us to sit here and say that he didn't have the best of games. Um because we're never going to get to that level. And I'm well aware of that. You're well aware of that. But like I say, I think, like I said at the start, we, we have to have that opportunity to offer that critique. And as much as I'm a referees man and I will support referees, and I always have done um, in, in my previous role, we, we, we have to accept that there will be situations where we don't perform and, and we have to be open to that criticism. As long as that criticism is done in the right way, and let, let's be frank, we are not sitting here this evening whilst recording this and, and absolutely slating this referee. I thought he did, it, there was elements of his game, he did really well. His, I thought his positioning was excellent, which made it harder for me as a referee to understand why he was making such hard work of these quite straightforward decisions, in my opinion. But 
you know, there, there was elements of his game that were really good. He got himself in good positions. I just thought that his decision-making on what's a foul, what, what's not a foul, he didn't get quite right. And I kind of kind of touched upon that um, when I went on my little rant um, of, uh, in a recent podcast about my form. Uh, I, I was getting into a point where I was overthinking what's a foul, what's not a foul. Maybe he's just going through one of those patches. We don't know. But we have to be able to have those conversations without um, the referee defender community coming out and saying that we're just slating referees because we're not there there was elements of his game that were really good but i think he was just below the standard that we would have expected for a quarter final of the world cup thank you for that luke <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> so um we're going to move on to episode nine we've got some really good guests coming up um you know so keep following us instagram facebook Twitter, our social media director, she's on it. You know, she's going to upload the old new uh, graphic. Chris Rowland at the top. Oh, man. He's never going to shut up about that, is he? No. But fair no, play to him. Fair play to him. That was good knowledge, to be fair. I mean, most of the questions are from primary schools. So if you're not getting good marks, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a real struggle. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week because we're going to have some Christmas specials, aren't we? Um, probably not recorded on the Sunday as we, as we <laughs> discussed earlier because uh, you know uh, Christmas Day is on a Sunday don't think Mrs Chalmers is going to be too pleased if I'm sat in here um, trying to record or New Year's <laughs> Day for that matter either so um, yeah. but keep following us we really love all the social interaction that we, that we get and um, we and we keep promising to put our polls up but we always forget and because uh, we've, we've, we've actually got jobs <laughs> as well yeah but social media direction does need to be better I mean, I'll leave that one for you to. Oh, the the same the same um, <laughs> offensive gesture just come out there. Yeah, I'll deal with that. Uh, I, I like that. I like that. Right, have a great week, everybody. Hopefully, um, you like the podcast, and if you do, um, give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't like it, just don't bother. Why would you waste the time going it's, on yeah, to Apple Podcasts yeah. to like give us a one star or two star? Basically, if you're doing that, you're a loser. Agreed. Have a great week, everybody. We love you a long time. Thanks, everyone.